Good people, who have traveled from villages near and far, lend me your ears. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? What's up, Miss Tasty? What's up, what's up? Hi there, nice to see you. Bumblebee Tuna? Bumblebee Tuna! Hello, S-Man Tooth. Hello, Evening News Team. You are now listening to another edition of Movie Review Crew. Welcome to the Goody Room. But their ability to open is f***ing heroic. And now, with your permission, I'm going to do my stuff. What are you going to do? I'm going to do the best I can. Real quick, before we start the show, Matt said to me, what'd you say? I said, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Matt said to me on... Mm, off to a bad start. At the top of the last show, he was like, yo. I don't I think don't, Matt said no, yo. No, he didn't. All right, my bad. Yo. <laughs> yo, dog! <laughs> <laughs> he said, please don't ever fix the intro for the first show. You know, because there's the, mm-hmm. the awkward cut. Yep, and I was like, yep. what the hell do you mean fix? It is fixed. <laughs> I can't fix something that's not broke. Right. Yeah, I don't know what he's getting at. I don't either. Yeah. I was hurt, man. I was hurt. But thank you for listening, everybody, by the way. This is Movie Review Crew. I'm your host, Mike Lucas, and joining me is Shane Cronigan. How's it going? And Aaron Cronigan. Hello. Guys. What? We took a week off. Yeah. What's new? A lot. Okay, like? Week's <laughs> worth of stuff. Like what? Like all the stuff that you talked about on yes, the Monday's episode. I assume you talked about the, the uh, intriguing Joker trailer coming out. We did a little bit, yeah. We touched yeah, on that. Yeah, that I I'm I'm a huge fan of Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix. Shane, do you have that meme memorized? By the way, meme memorized. Mm-hmm. I don't. You know that the, one out of all <laughs> possible memes. 1980s Joker is if it were. Oh no, no. It was like. 1980s Joker is so-and-so, 2000s Joker it, yeah, it was, was if he was a nihilist, and this this Joker is if he were someone who you worked with who commented, wow, very hot, fire emoji, fire emoji on your Instagram Hard eyes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, Listen, that's funny. It looks like an interesting, it looks, I, I was afraid it would just be another superhero comic so, book movie, and it looks like more of a drama character study than a, like a real movie. Which yeah, is what no. DC, DC should focus on instead of creating a universe that's all connected. And yeah, but at the same crap. time, they've got that Shazam movie coming out, uh, which it's got great reviews. Yeah. But gosh, it looks bad. It no, it it doesn't. It look, looks very childish yes. and dumb. It, I was gonna say it looks childish. It I does. wouldn't say it looks bad. I I bad for me. I would. <laughs> it just looks so much less interesting than a movie like The Joker. I like these the big production superhero movies. Sure they're fun and and they're enjoyable, but you watch them and you forget about them and and there's there's nothing more to them. They they're they're yeah. just popcorn movies. And and Shazam I guarantee is just that, which is fine. It that's what it's trying to be. I'm I'm not bashing it for it, but movies at least from what it looks like like The Joker that that's just so much more interesting to me. There's it looks like there's so much more there. So it's a little uh, dis- sorry to cut ahead, you off, but with that trailer, the Joker trailer, I was a little disappointed they didn't show Bobby D's on there. Well, they did, but they just showed him. And like, well, I mean, they did. So I, that's what it makes me wonder if uh, his role is not significant. Miniature. Man, yeah. I didn't even know Bobby D's was in the trailer. I didn't even see him. 
Yeah, I think it just shows a very quick cut. Yeah. Uh, real quick though, I'm I don't follow comic books. I'm not going to claim to follow comic books. I don't know a ton about the Joker. Whatever. I thought though that one of his like things, like he had a thing. It was like. No one knows where he came from. Well, they did do kind of an origin, like uh, he was. They did give him an origin story where he was a failed comic who, I, I don't know if that's what they're going to do for this movie, but like a failed comic who had relationship issues, and uh, then he got basically suckered into doing this crime thing and became the Red Hood, and yada 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 became the Joker. Yeah, I think they're the. I think that whole like nobody knows where it comes from thing is that there have been a few different ideas and and i guess either graphic novels or comic series that have explained what happened so he, people have different ideas and and, and they kind of played on that remember in the dark knight they kind of played on his origins where he just kept telling these uh these yeah. heartfelt <laughs> origin stories that were just yeah. complete bs so i don't know i like the joker as a character cuz that's his, his his thing is like there's no confirmed origin story, but there are multiple origin stories. Right. So, and uh, does and this one... I, sorry, I think that makes it more interesting, too, because we, we get, we're we getting these different iterations of the Joker. The, the and, actors and can they don't take have it in their own to, direction. Yeah, yeah. Or the writers. They don't have to stick with... I mean, Batman, how many times do we have to see his parents get shot in an alley? Yeah. The Joker, they can take it where they want and, right. and, and create something new. No, I get that, and I, and I like it. Um, they're not making the Jared Leto one anymore. Oh, thank right. No, thank I'm asking. Uh, there, I, there, I've seen multiple. Like at, at one point, it was canned, and at one point, they're like, "Yeah, it's still going." There's still thoughts that they could still be going as early as this year. I bet there's like unused footage somewhere of it because I thought that's well. Let's hope that never. Well, sees the Batman one. Be honest, I never it. bought into the whole Jared Leto thing, and I never saw Suicide Squad, so He's... I'm not sure it. He's it's bad not, in it. It's not good. Yeah. No, the movie's bad. He's his version of the. I shouldn't say he's bad in it. His version of the Joker is horrible. It's like I'm not even gonna say what it's like. It's it's it feels like it's straight out of a video game. Like it feels like, like Midnight a, Club. It or feels something. like a kid working at Hot Topic trying to be <laughs> hip. Like yes. oh look at my look at my tattoo like bad attitude or whatever the fuck it says dumb 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 version of the joker all right so anyways any uh other news uh well i don't know what they've gone over we've gone over pretty much everything but uh you guys have different takes than everybody else so uh, the one i'm pumped for don't which one do you think dave bautista well, that too. But the one I'm <laughs> in, pumped in the for, Pacifier remake. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, no. <laughs> it was announced that he's going to be in. This is not the one I'm pumped for. I mean, whatever. I'll see it because Dave Bautista. Zombie but... heist thriller, Army of the Dead. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy. Starring Christmas. directed by Zack Snyder. Yes. Yeah. The single most hated director in the past five years. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, dude, this this isn't news. This is did it, oh. News. Speaking of zombies, did anybody bring up that uh, trailer with Adam Driver and Bill Murray? No. Oh, that looks like a good one. The I think it's like mm. the dead don't stay dead or something. It's like a we'll see zombie comedy. Mm. But. Yeah, but it looks like it has uh, like Wes Anderson humor, which we all know I'm not a fan of. Do you like some of it? I thought no. Oh, Wes Anderson, I. He sucks. You're so wrong <laughs> in so many I ways. I hate Wes Anderson. You're so wrong. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, what was the one that you're pumped for? I just Alba. Uh, no, Lethal Weapon Five might be uh start Jesus filming Christ. this year. Original director. <laughs> 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 I can hear that. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. What? Uh, some yeah, technical difficulties. Uh, Lethal Weapon Five. Yeah. Why are you pumped for this? It said also you wrote original director and star. Would return. A, no, you said star. Yeah. Well, I wrote star. But I meant stars. Because how the F is Danny Glover going to do this? I don't... What do you mean? He's not dead. He's not dead? Jesus Christ. Isn't he in a wheelchair? No. Well, do you know who Danny Glover is? Yeah. How old... Wait, hold on. I'm He's old. Yeah. I'll give you that. But that yeah. doesn't mean he can't make movies. And he'll probably say, <laughs> get too old for this shit. Because <laughs> that's his thing, you know? And he'll probably not have a big part. Wasn't he just in an action movie with Danny Trejo not too long ago? Yeah. It was one of those uh, yeah, so badass yeah, movies. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. Dude, I'm doing the math. This dude's 80-some years old. 83? That doesn't mean he cannot right? be in a I movie. I don't know. What's his date? 46. 83. Sure. 82, because it's July 22nd. But still. Man, dude, I'm not. What? 46? Yeah, 1946. Yeah, so 60. 60 is 2006, 70 is 2016, and add another oh, okay, three. Oh, so I'm 73? Yeah. Oh, That's a huge difference God. between 83 and 73. The, you're right. That's about 10 years. That doesn't make him... I don't think he's losing any... Boy. Listen, I he get it. They're, like a right. buddy cop movie with 70-year-olds? Not exactly thrilling. Mel Gibson's only in his 60s. And don't act Jeez. like he still can't do that. Mm. Now, like the stuff. world's slowest foot chase. Danny Glover is probably not going to have a big role, let's be honest. But don't act like Mel Gibson can't still do that. <sighs> why are you... Why That's the one thing you're excited about. Of, of, of all the things. Yeah, lethal all freaking the weapon. Things. You're not excited that Michael Bay is done, done making... Yeah, I'm excited for that. Transformers well, movies. Now he can go back to doing other awful things. I'm excited that he's done, but I also don't care that like they're gonna make them and with different <laughs> yeah. directors and i have no interest that who cares plus they'll just move on to ruin some other different franchise that he starts word also let's move on yeah yeah because a lot of the the rest of the things are like superhero movies and i'm just kind of over it you know Man, I'm telling you, you log on to these movie news websites, they might as well just be comic book update websites. It's just, God, I've been long past this forever now. Yeah, it is over long. It is. <laughs> and they're finally ending that crappy Marvel stuff, and they'll probably reboot it with some other news. No, well, they're not they're, ending they're, it. They're wrapping some, up this Well, that's what I mean. They're ending story. this version yeah. of mm -hmm. the, the Marvel experience. Connected universe, whatever they call it. This it's just, is, it's just the end though, of this phase. It, time out. This, this will lose them money in the long run. Mark my words. This will lose them money. Who? Marvel. What will? Check this out. So, wait. What are you just? What are you saying? Will lose them money? Like continuing to do superhero movies. Okay. Right. I don't. I don't know. I before these movies, I had zero idea who Ant Man was. I had zero idea who Black Widow was. I had zero idea who Falcon and all of these characters. Right. I'm just your average comic book liker. After they get rid of like Captain America, Iron Man, uh, whoever else, right? 
they're going to have these multi-million dollar budget movies that aren't going to make as much money. They always still will, and they'll bring those characters back. Man, I don't know. They still will. Ant-Man, like you said, you didn't know who Ant-Man was. That made money. Well, but that's still connected in the MCU, though. They'll still get big names. They'll still have big production. It's still a Disney movie, so they'll be the marketing will be will just bludgeon you over the head with it. it. It'll make money. They still will. And and after these big stars are done playing, when Chris Evans is done, somebody else will play Cap eventually. Somebody else will play Iron Man. It'll it will keep going. Yeah, I don't There's know. There's no end in sight, and it's just blah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, movies coming out to theaters. I'm going to read them. How about Go that? ahead. Hellboy, which is a rated R film, uh, starring David Harbour this time. They, it's a reboot. I'll see that one. Ian McShane, Mia Jovovich, and Daniel Day Kim. Um, Those trailers really turned me off. Yeah, not interested. Yeah, hard pass. I'm interested, but I'm I'm hesitantly so because it yeah the trailers, the forced humor was not great. I dude, I I'm a, I like David Harbor. He I do too. It. He I nailed it in a yeah. lot of things now, right? Well, in those, and in those trailers though, I the first one came out, the teaser came out, and I'm like, okay, God, I hope that's not a finished product for the CGI, and they keep coming out, and they're that bad, and they're that bad, and it, it keeps going. I'm like. Is this just a movie full of really bad early 2000s CGI? Well, it had uh, probably not a great budget. I don't know. Isn't Hellboy a Marvel property? Mm, I will tell you. And the director is known for stretching small budgets. So they, I, my guess is that it was a modest budget and they brought him on to stretch that as far as he could. Could be. I don't know. Oh, you I know what? Hellboy know. might be like. Uh, I don't know if it is uh, Marvel because it would yeah. be all over the. I'm sure it would. Anyways, not interested. That's a that's a pass for me, big time. I'll go back and watch the old Ron Perlman version. See, that's what I was gonna say. Like, I think they nailed the casting with Ron Perlman the first time, and the feel of it. They still had fun with it, but it was still. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Don't, I mean, I guess we can't really pass judgment before we see it. No, but, but I, my judgment was based on the trailer that I probably won't see yeah. it. Moving on, Missing Link also comes out, uh, directed by Chris Butler, who also did Paranorman. But this is an animated film starring Zoe Zaldana, Timothy Oliphant, Hugh Jackman, Emma Thompson, and Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, I won't see that. Ever. Nope. It's a child's film. Yeah. Uh, After also comes out. I will literally never see this movie. I have Hero Fiennes, Tiffin. Who the hell is Hero Fiennes? It's a girl. Hmm. Or the guy. <laughs> it's one of them. It's a love story? Yeah. Oof. A young woman falls for a guy with a dark secret and two <laughs> on a rocky relationship based on the novel by Anna Todd Pass. Yeah. Little. <laughs> Uh, Little also comes out. I will also never see that. Tina Gordon, uh, the director of Peoples, never heard of it. Starring Marseille Martin, Regina Hall, Issa Rae. It's like the opposite of big. An adult gets turned yeah, into another a one of those. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not interested. Nope. Also, Her Smell comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Her not, Smell. Not interested either. Uh, I've, although I've heard good things, that the, the, the I, its premise doesn't interest me at all. 
Uh, a self-destructive punk rocker struggles with sobriety while trying to recapture the creative inspiration that led her band to success. Starring Elizabeth Moss, Cara Delevingne, and Dan Stevens. Whew, a lot of <laughs> mediocre talent there. Elizabeth Moss isn't terrible. Yeah, she's coming off of yeah, her, uh, good, what, Emmy, mediocre. What, what is the TV awards? Emmys. Emmys? I think she yeah. either was nominated or won for... Uh, the Amazing Miss Maisel or whatever? No. Nope. Well, I'm thinking of something else. Handmaid's Tale. That's the one. Yep. Okay. Yeah, she's not bad. No. You ever seen Us? Shane, have you seen that yet? Not yet, no. God, gee, dang it. I tried to stream G-D-M-F-S-O-B. it for free and, and it didn't work. And so that was that. Uh, but Aaron, mm-hmm. I, I said this on the last episode. There's been a lot of... I've like done a little bit of research and like some other things. And there's a lot of like cool hidden clues in that movie. Yeah. Doesn't fix any of the glaring plot holes. You're dumb. You're dumb. Okay. Yeah. I'll never change my mind that Us was some fantastic movie. It's, I'm not saying it's fantastic. I gave it a 7 out of 10, didn't I? Yeah, I think so. So. I'm saying it's. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm not saying. I'm just saying like. I think the the attention to detail and building a universe. Yeah, and he did the same thing. Like his attention to detail, I'd never call into question. Sure. But because he did the same thing with Get Out, but Get Out was yeah, and man, James Cameron right. did the same thing for Avatar. No, right. no, no, <laughs> yeah, this is different. I don't know. That's different. He built an entire world and universe and attention to detail. And That's different. problem though. with us, though, is I don't know the rules of this universe. Like sometimes certain rules apply, but other times they don't. And he, like the kid just mimics him for one scene. Spoiler for alert! There's nothing that's I spoiled. That was a very vague, simple. Thing. Sure, sure, sure. Well, let's just move on. Uh, Primal Fear. Yep, let's having, do it. Having right in. Primal Fear, 1996, rated R, two hours nine minutes long. It's a crime drama mystery film. An altar boy is accused of murdering a priest, and the truth is buried several layers deep. <sighs> Directed by Gregory Hoblet. Written by uh, the novel by William Deal. Uh, adapted for the screen by Steve Shagan and Anne Biederman. It stars Richard Gere, Laura Linney, Edward Norton, uh, John Mahoney, Francis McDormand, Terry She was O'Quinn. a surprise. I didn't realize she was in it until I was watching it. Mm-hmm. Andre Broher? Brar? He was the uh, private investigator yeah. guy. Yep. He is in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He is. Yeah, he is. And he plays almost the exact same character. <laughs> well, he plays a cop. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the running yes, thing yes, for him in this yes. movie. Uh, am I missing other Oh, no, names? absolutely not. Okay. Nope, that's it. Laura Linney, Richard Gere, and Edward Norton. That's pretty much it. On Rotten Tomatoes, the film gets a 75% from the critics, giving it a score of 6.69. And an audience score of 89%, giving it a 7.4. The critics' consensus, a straightforward, entertaining thriller with a crackerjack performance by Edward Norton. <laughs> crackerjack. <laughs> it says sure every 70-year-old white reviewer. Oh, that's a crackerjack performance, young boy. Yeah, that. I mean, it was. That was shockingly <laughs> accurate. Like, that is scary. But, no, um, so I... Pick this one. It's a listener request. By the way, guys, go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com, request a movie right on our homepage, or send us an email, an email at podcast at moviereviewcrew.com. So I picked this movie. I actually stumbled across, upon this movie first um, a couple weeks ago, 
it was in one of those now you see it videos on YouTube, or it was like, oh, check this out, like why a plot twist works. And so I had seen the plot twist before. And I was like, oh shit, that's the movie. So I picked it and I wanted to see all of these clues leading up to it. Right? I just don't. I don't think any of the the puzzle pieces. You no, can't really no. Tell. That was one of my first things. Is I. It was an effective twist for the story and the entertainment value, but I don't know that. It, I think we, the audience, was completely blindsided by it because I don't know that we were given. It, like at first, the movie's three quarters of the way over before we find the first twist that he's got supposedly got multiple personalities. Yeah, and then by the end of it, so I thought that was the reveal and. You literally just have to take their word for it because what else are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. And then you like take their take this kid's word for it that he has multiple oh, personalities. Right, 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 you right. can't question it because that that's the information we're given says yes, that's the truth. And because Francis McDormand's character, uh, a, a trained psychiatrist, yeah, told us completely buys into it. So then we're so like the, the reveal is not some big oh dang thought the whole time like sixth sense type of thing. It's like a yeah, it's an interesting twist, but at the same time, I had no shot at figuring this out. See, I in the video I can't remember, and I probably should have looked it up, but you know I didn't, and here we are. But. I can't remember if they applauded this movie for the plot twist or if they were like, yeah, that didn't make any sense. Because I I felt like I was, like, I knew it was coming and I was still kind of like, what the f- man, dude? Like, yeah, it's one of those, I think, and that was one of my thoughts coming into this is I think this movie was a lot less smart than it tried to it appear was. to be because it kept bringing up these red herrings and right no it brought up a lot of red herrings and it's and like I, oh this guy and it's like then they went nowhere they I, literally look, did not talk about these and things I, in court. I well I kind of appreciate that because like it does keep you guessing and that is yes, how an investigation yes. would go and it and for an entertainment purpose right. it works right because the whole two plus hours this is almost two and a half hours this is yes it keeps you guessing and and it tricks you into thinking okay what's actually going on when it's like really just is it, you is know it, find out things that are relevant it's kind of funny though because it is like a very straightforward plot that they yes that they they keep things. throwing in these yeah. intricacies like the uh what's his name shaughnessy yeah that was dealing with the bishop and there were some business deals that fell through and were led to believe that there was... But right, again, like it's just theory. they're stringing us all along. There was a third killer and this guy's involved. And they just dismiss it in the court. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, well the, the courtroom proceedings throughout were... were a joke? Laughable. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I most, do not like these courtroom dramas in most, the first place. Yeah, most courtroom drama movies are bad this is this is as bad as it gets so this is they checked all the boxes yeah, this was oh, i'm gonna horrible. hold you in contempt and oh laura yeah. linney in this movie i don't i i'm sure i don't know that i've seen anything i'm sure i she, have the, she I, was awful i meant movie. to bring that up this was very early in her career thankfully she has gotten better she she is actually very good. Uh, she's in that show Ozarks. Have, have either of you seen that? No, the I, one with, with uh, Bateman. Jason Bateman. Yes, yeah. and she's great in that. She she's done some good stuff in her career. 
this is not one of them. She is absolutely horrible in this movie. I mean, just And then there's bad. the weird, like, love triangle with them. Or not love triangle, and but, she's like, just... this past relationship. Yes, and I don't know what her character... Her character just flipped and flopped and changed it, her role well, and it, just to fit the story. It's a very odd 90s-feeling dynamic between the two of them. Dude, and also, furthermore, it's a very odd 90s soundtrack. Yes, it's like watching X-Files with the piano. Well, the thing, though, that 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 will explain it all, I don't know if you looked into the director. He's oh, yeah, a prominent yeah. producer of and TV director series. of TV series. Yep. And, and this felt very, very much... Like yeah, like an extended TV episode. No, without a doubt. And yeah, it's in, a CSI episode with with the courtroom drama. Yeah, including the including the soundtrack felt very very TV series, Dude, and it, so it was this, not good. This soundtrack stuck out to me. It's like probably the second biggest. Like, damn, that's a weird ass soundtrack. Yeah. Aside from uh, that one, what was it called? With uh, like the snake thing. And they were going into people's... Oh, Dreamscape. Dreamscape. Yep. That's what it is. Yep. Yeah, th- it was a very, very odd, and and it the, the soundtrack just took you out, because it was... Soundtracks shouldn't be noticed like in the way that this one is, because it's just jarring. Like, what in the hell is yeah, this music? It's a little much at times. <laughs> that's for sure. But... But as far as performance, so we talked about Laura Linney, not yes. good, like just cartoonish over the top, yeah, yes. very bad. Uh, but Richard Gere is good, not nothing great, nothing really to do here that would be great. But I think though, Richard Gere has that that screen presence yes. and and that that charisma that yes. this character needed. So so he did bring that to it. I, I think that a certain type of actor needed to play. His character and and he's one that can do that. So, and he was good, like you said, not great. There wasn't a whole ton to and do. And I don't know how old he was during the making of this movie. What, what year did this come out? Ninety six. Ninety nine. Six. Six. Ninety six. Uh, he would have been f- f- mid forties. Okay, but he looks like I think he's looked like a sixty year old man forever, just was, because of the yeah, glasses but, on the end of his nose and the like white a hair. Sexy. 60 oh yeah. Ooh. I was gonna say why he don't laugh. He might have been a good James Bond. Yeah, yeah, he would have. Um, I'm not. I'm, I'm if with they you. Went American. He could have been. Well, I mean, maybe if he he went like uh, he got a British accent, but his charisma, his likability, right? His, that's yeah, that's the what I'm saying. His yeah. just like the arrogance, but that but it's not pompous. Yeah, yeah. It, I I think you're right. And he, it was like I said, he's he's good for this role, but the performance that that. And the performance that you'll read about and and hear about is Edward Norton. Yeah, Mike's favorite actor, Edward Norton. Eddie and he was very very good, uh, despite his role kind of being manipulative and 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 yeah, written poorly at times. Whatever it, it's, but he he played it fantastically. I was gonna say I think it's less of his acting ability and more so his character though, because. I felt when he when he turned from like kind of shy Aaron to what is his name Rod Roy. Roy Roy that's what it was Roy and like it, it just it, I don't know it was impactful but it felt hammy it felt the whole the whole process felt gimmicky to me yeah. I mean it was good 
I think I, I'm not even writing, talking about though. the switching of the performances. I'm talking like to pull off. Yes, the transformation was a little wonky, but to pull off both distinct, different characters in the stuttering that doesn't sound like a joke, which yeah. is kind of hard to do. But I, I thought he did very good. I just, I felt, I felt like the whole thing was kind of hokey. Just because you think about, uh, so I'm gonna lay it out. This is my problem with it. They're trying to pull it off as this, oh, what a twist moment. Mm-hmm. But then he. Like the whole time we're supposed to believe that he's this smart guy that orchestrated yeah. all of this, yet he couldn't figure a way just to kill the priest and not get caught. Well, no, I absolutely agree. It, that was it went swimming in idiotic. his blood. Yeah, and then just let himself get. I mean, and nobody was around. And the all other he had thing, to do was do it silently and leave. The other thing is the reveal was one of the most unnatural reveals. I mean that. It it wasn't just like flowing in the story, and now no we purpose. find out it was he intentionally reveals just so there's a twist for the audience. It's like that... when the villain tells the good guy their plan, so the audience knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It there was. Yeah, it, like he intentionally left in a word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that was only for the audience. There was no reason for him to do that. I thought I'd get away with it. No, it, it was it was also that accent. I'll be honest. He said it was a Connecticut accent, but it's Kentucky. Kentucky. He said Kentucky, man. Did he? Yeah, yeah. that's way different. I, see, I thought it was Connecticut this no, entire no, time. No, see, that no. would be a poor Connecticut Dude, accent. I was like, <laughs> I, I mean, maybe Connecticut has some backwoods parts, my man, but this no, it was shit definitely seems Kentucky. Way too southern for a Connecticut accent. Uh, yeah. So, do you? That makes so much sense. <laughs> do you think he deserved his his uh, his Oscar nomination? I, I have no idea what would have been up against in '96. Um, I'd I'd say yeah. I'm gonna go look at the what uh, what other and movies he, were nominated. It was only nominated. He didn't win, but so yeah, I I agree. I think that an Oscar nomination this is worthy of that. I think the accent was fine. Like Aaron said, stuttering is not an easy thing to act and and not come across as cartoony. And he did make that feel natural. Uh. That year, by the way, Cuba Gooding Jr. won for Jerry, Jerry Maguire. Mm-hmm. Uh, William H. Macy was nominated for Fargo. Oh, yeah. Armin Mueller-Stahl was nominated for Shine. I'm not even familiar with that one. Nope. And James Woods was uh, nominated for Ghosts of Mississippi. That's a that's a uh, unexciting list. What the hell is Sling Blade? Well, Really? Billy Bob Thornton movie where he plays a slow guy. Hmm. You ain't never seen Sling Blade. Nope. Hmm. Wow. That's you ought to. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> other thoughts of uh I mean as far as production value, lighting, directing, did anything to you guys stand out as no not a nineties movie? No, it no, was average. No, 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 no. So, yes. I, okay. I, no, no, no. I'm saying this is so 90s. And, like, it felt, now that you say he was a TV director or whatever, it makes so much sense. Because, like, yes. God, there's, like, it zero. It explains everything. There, in a lot of the scenes, I was like, there's zero shadows on their face. Yeah. This is, so, like, something you would see straight out of TV. Yeah, it absolutely looks like. Now, a high production value TV episode, sure. But still a TV episode. Yes. Uh, yes. It, 
And the nineties, I'm not gonna. It's a nineties movie. So I'm not gonna blame it for that. Sure, it looks nineties, but that's a reason. It, it's in the nineties. But the TV, the 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 production value, the shots, the like you said, the lighting was very TV show. Well, this will blow your mind a little bit. This is the same cinematographer that did Raging Bull. So really, perhaps that was more of a Scorsese oh, touch than, than the cinematographer, because I don't think he's done anything that stands out other than Raging Bull. Well, I, I, mean, I mean, I mean, and that happens. Some people have one shining example and the rest of their filmographies. Meh. Oh, he did The Fugitive, Taxi Driver, you know, Evolution. Oh, boy. <laughs> You're, wow. You're not kidding. <laughs> Holy nope. moly. That's 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 how did they get him to Six do that? Six days, seven nights. Kindergarten <laughs> oh, he played a guy in kindergarten cop. Never mind. Huh. Anyways, yeah. Uh so the guy had talent because Raging Pole was well before this. But uh, like you said, that might have been a score Yeah, I, that has to be. That I I wanna figure out what or cinematographer is, is in charge of on Scorsese's set. probably very little. Probably he has well, and I wonder he has his ideas and they are the tool to implement that vision. Well, and I wonder even if it's more so like a, a manager of his gaffers and his grip. Yeah, you know right. what I mean. Like his he's he's in charge of the lighting and the set construction and stuff. Yep. Instead of what is actually seen, I I I'm sure that as far as the visuals, they have very little. As far as the decision making goes, because yeah. Scorsese, I mean, he's Scorsese. He he's not gonna just give that away to somebody. Yeah. By the way, he has a master class, and I'm, I've uh, I started it. Really? By the, by, by the way, I, when I say I started it, I mean I click clicked on it and then I stopped. Hmm. So you watched thirteen seconds? Pretty much. So you know how but, to direct movies now? <laughs> Hell yeah, boy! <laughs> nice, yeah, dude. You just put a lot of music under all of it. True. So is Scorsese's masterclass like uh, latch on to a once in a generation talent like Robert De Niro, and then you're on your way? That helps. Yeah. I mean, however, Scorsese. I mean, I won't say that without De Niro, Scorsese isn't brilliant. Yeah. I- I'm just saying, like his first few major hits, but. Damn, you remember De Niro mm-hmm. in his prime? Taxi Driver. Okay, time Shit. out. Name one good director that hasn't had a good actor. Uh, there, I'm just saying there are plenty of directors. Like, he literally kick-started his career with the first, I don't know how, and Scorsese does that. He latches on to an actor and sticks with him for years. But, like, directors, yeah, they get their name with big-name actress, but it's, I don't think it's that usual to say, okay, there's a hit with him. Let's get him again, get him again, get him again. It's just weird. I don't, it's not weird. I, I, dude, people, humans are creatures of habit. Look at right? the. I mean, this is. A, I'm. I'm not comparing him to Scorsese. Yeah, you are. Uh, but let's, let's the the guy the guy behind that that latched on to poor choice in my opinion, but latched on to Mark Wahlberg. Oh boy, and, and yeah, he done, did the oil. Yeah, Rig Deepwater movie. Horizon, yeah. Lone Survivor, yeah. uh, Patriots Day, Mile Twenty Two. I, I mean, the dude just. But when you find a working relationship that works, dude, for real, you probably have back respect to for each sure. other. Like people, so, people uh, are write it down. Habit, Shane man. just said Mark Wahlberg is the uh, modern day equivalent of Bobby De Niro. It's true. It's That's... true. 
By the transit of property. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ipso facto, ergo. <laughs> oh, God. Um. Anyway, Primal Fear. Uh, this, I don't remember exactly, but I think there were some audio problems where, it, like, you could, some of the sound didn't sound so good, too. I don't remember for sure on that. Don't quote me. If it, at no point did it actually feel like... I, all of it, just everything about it, just screamed TV to me. Like the, like you said, the lighting, the just the pace of it felt. The, the pacing was very, very, very slow. Despite some, a story that is full of twists and very. Well, I mean, oh my god, twists. Can we talk about the chase scene? <laughs> Which, the, when the two guys are chasing the supposed witness or whatever, yeah. yeah. Through the comical, dude. Yeah. Okay. First, <laughs> yeah. The guy runs straight into Richard Gear, and somehow he doesn't hold on to him. I don't know. That's I that that point I said out loud. I was like, really? You, the guy just ran into you, fell down on top of you, mm-hmm. and then gets up and he's uh, half a mile ahead of you guys. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the the set is. Like some cheesy yes. underground. The sets were all. That scene frustrated the heck out of me because the kid gets caught and then they're having a conversation. And before every contribution to the conversation, the kid tries to run away and they grab him. Where are you going? And then he spills something. It, and it, then he tries to run away. And, and that, that too was. You watch uh, any cop serial TV show where, where they're interviewing someone and, mm-hmm. and they're like, I'm not telling you. They're like, yeah, but come on. And they're like, fine, I killed him. And they're, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, but I'm not telling you with what weapon. And they're like, you want me to punch you? And then he's like, God, it was a gun. Like, it was. Right, yeah. Can we write an interrogation that, that is at least feels natural? It was just like, I'm not telling you. They push a little bit. Okay, I'll tell you. And it was that over and mm-hmm. over and over. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I just, this movie, man. And I, I can't, I can't. Stress enough how how inaccurate and cartoony and horrible every single court scene was. I mean, just yes. horrendous, just laughably mostly bad. Mostly due to Laura Linney. Well, she, yeah, she was just terrible. No, I think it, it was also screenplay. Yeah, the, like, yes, what the, happened? It wasn't mostly. It her acting didn't help, but the, man, the writing was just bad. The mm-hmm. it just. Bad, bad, bad writing. Mm-hmm. Honestly, this movie is is saved and made watchable only because of gear and and especially Edward Norton. Yeah, and I think it's I, I I have to think that the audience loved it so much because of this supposed ingenious twist. But to me, it just doesn't work. It, it's not supported at any point in the movie by any evidence. No, and 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 I think it. It ruins the movie. It, it's a manipulative twist. There's no way around that, and it just makes what we've the. Well, I mean, if you think about it, though, one of the themes of the film is man- manipulation because you have it from Shaughnessy, you have it from and, Edward yes, Norton. And we're introduced to the theme from like the first words out of his mouth is the truth is what I make it. Like there's there's multiple truths. Each person has right. a version of the right. truth. But the the problem is when we're told repeatedly and backed up by a professional that he has multiple personalities. Well, and that's why manipulate and see I, I don't know. 
I don't know, man. Like, like would it be that easy to go trick a no professional Dude. psychiatrist? Check me, check me. You, all right, give me something to act. I'm a professional actor, right? Give mm. me any any emotion. <laughs> oh God, um, pretend like you stutter. <laughs> you make me happy. Exactly. See. No. Yeah. The 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 worst one is is the psychiatrist. The the only the only reason she was in there was to make us not have a doubt as to his his personalities. That's it. I don't. The other thing I didn't really understand is why is Richard Gere's character so set on him being innocent from the get go? From the get. Well, he's convinced by Aaron. Yeah, it's I don't know. I mean, it's it's completely out of out of what we're shown to be his character. That that his character is supposed to be. I don't care. Yeah, I just give you a defense. Yeah, but it, I it's it's a it's one of those like arrogant, cocky defense lawyers finds his conscience movies, well, think, but it's I not think written what it's, very well. It's supposed to do is the audience. We are supposed to buy into his innocence, so that this twist that we yeah. can't predict is coming seems all the more effective. He he believes it, so we believe it, despite the fact that it's completely out of character, and he has no reason to buy into it so fully. And he's the only one that buys it so fully, but but he's our protagonist, so we put our back against the wall with him and fight back against the people that don't believe. That's the only reason is for the twist. The whole I feel like this whole I guess the I haven't I don't know if the book is the same, but the movie seems to be completely written around the twist. The twist is its concept and they wrote a story to get there. Yep. With with a bunch of filler, like two and a half hours, man, cut out some of the red herring. We spent so much time on yeah. that development. The movie could have been an hour and twenty. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, this this housing development debacle and who owed who money. But, and I mean, what... I think that added to it <laughs> with the red herrings. Yes, but even everybody in the courtroom's like, dude, this has literally nothing to do with your yeah. defense of your client. All three in contempt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. You guys want to rate it? I yeah. think so. Okay. Who wants to go first? I'm going last. I'll go first then. Uh, like I said, pretty, 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 pretty princess. Pretty, pretty princess. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty average. Uh, well, it's it's below average. I, I think it's brought up to average and and watchable by Richard Gere and. Uh, Edward Norton, like I said, he deserved the Oscar nomination. He's fantastic, despite the fact that I don't think it's a very well written character. He his acting ability pulls it off better than than it was written. Uh, <coughs> but I I can't give it above average. It, it's yeah. a five. Yeah, I I am with there with you there on uh, basically every point, especially the it's great acting, but man. I think it would have been better if Roy hadn't just been such a buffoony character. Like he's supposed to be the in charge. Well, I guess it doesn't matter because neither of them may really exist. But I just, man, there, this this movie was just kind of a letdown to me. And and I thought I was in for kind of a treat with this mystery thriller that mm-hmm. I hadn't seen, and it, it just kind of faltered because it just wasn't didn't really quite work as good as I was hoping. Yeah. So I'm right there at a five. I'm actually giving it a lower than a five. It just it didn't do anything for me. I'm giving it a four two five. Um, I'm gonna go back and find that one to see if they if they like praised it, it or yeah. Or... 
I can't imagine. And maybe I'm, I hope I'm just not dense and there were all these clues. But I, to me, it felt like it was just sprung on us. And there were clues to support everything except that. A, well, a 425 is a C minus, by the way. So slightly below average. No, 475. Oh, four seven five yeah, is four, a. I gave it four two five. Oh, it's four, a seven, it's a C then. Okay. It's, it's average. Um, but no, I, yeah, I agree. And like, there are some small clues, like when he does flip the switch and stuff, and maybe like maybe this is fabricated, but. But then they bring the psychiatrist in. Yeah, I'm I not. Know. I can't argue with the expert. Yeah, I don't have enough evidence like she does. That that's the that's I think the thing that. Well, and, and we are told she's not a specialist in multiple ter- personalities, but true, I guess. She still, said she's she was expert. an ap- academic, and she she knew what she was talking about. She, she knew what she was doing. She was the one that we. She was the only source we had. We had no choice but to believe her. True. Uh, all right, so let's play a little game with this for that. This or. Shakespeare in Love. Mm. This. This. Marrowbone. Marrowbone. Mm, this. Mom and Dad. Mom Never and Dad. You're missing out if you haven't seen it. Brothers. Brothers. Probably brothers. I don't I'll know. I'll say this. Dreamscape. Dreamscape. Yeah. Uh, this. This. Rather, this. No, no. This. Listen, though. Listen to my reason here. I would rather watch bad 80s. Than bad nineties. Yeah, but I'd rather watch Richard Gere than 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 uh, what's his name? I don't even know. You remember his name? No, nope. no. Nope. Dennis Quaid. Yep. I'd rather watch Randy Quaid than Dennis. Yeah. Quaid. <laughs> this or Fast Five? Fast Five. God, I don't want to say that, but you have to. And that's why I picked it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This or Eight Mile? This yeah. Eight Mile. This or last one. End of watch. End of watch. End of watch. Easy. Yeah. The the power of Anna Kendrick's inability God. to act cannot <laughs> keep me from <sighs> picking that. Yep. All right, guys. So, what was it? Four seven five. Yep. Primal fear. Join us online. MovieReviewCrew.com. Request a movie right on our homepage. Also, send us an email. Podcast at MovieReviewCrew.com. Uh, let us know what we're doing right with the show. Let us know what we're doing wrong with the show. Let us know what you would like to to see on here. Shane, any new articles coming out? Yeah, Tuesday. I uh, will have one for Triple Threat. Had one. Yeah. Had one. Yep, last Tuesday since this is released on <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> I I did have released one. He did he have been, He did have one. <laughs> so look for that. And then tomorrow... On Friday, see, I got it figured out. Triple threat or triple frontier? Triple threat. Okay. Uh, and then on Friday, I'm hoping to have one out for Dragged Across Concrete. All right. And that's the it's that's new, right? We've been looking yes. for that forever. Yes. That was on my top 10 most anticipated by the director of uh, Bone Tomahawk, Brawl and Cell Block 99. All right, then. Racist Ass Melly Gibson. This one is, or? This one is. Okay. He's he's going way out on a limb to play a racist cop. He is. Interesting. Flexing his acting muscles. Yeah. Type although, although he's not. Uh, the the reviews have said that, but he's, it, it's not. Some of, I mean, it, you'll have to just watch it. Read my review. Oh, okay. 
Uh, Matt says he's got something, but we plugged that on Monday's episode. So What's he reviewing? I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you listened. What am I reviewing? <laughs> tri- tri- triple Helix. Yep. This is the skate move. All right, someone in the show. Tell your friends. Let's go. But inconspicuously. Through the window. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Okay, that's it. Where you guys? I'm going home. Game over, man. Game over. What are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Good night. And good luck. Thank you for listening to another episode of Movie Review Crew. Remember to like us and find us on any of your favorite social media platforms, as well as go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. Go.